Luxembourg's Green Room, the Eurovision podcast. Welcome back to the Green Room. And it's been a while and there has a lot happened over the last week, over the whole weekend really. We finally know who Luxembourg is sending to Eurovision in Malmö. And we already know as well what day we are competing in the semifinals. First of all, congrats to Tali. You were amazing. You gave it your all on that stage and you truly proved what it means to put on a show in Luxembourg. Honestly, I was at Rockhall and it was insane the energy inside was simply amazing everyone screamed and shouted for everyone and i think it was very cool for a lot of people to actually experience this um actual real life television show because a lot of the people were really surprised about the fact that we had a floor manager who suddenly was speaking into the mic saying like oh one minute as soon as the video started going which means that people at home actually didn't experience this um, they didn't know that we were told inside the Rockal that 10 seconds before going live, we had to slowly start clapping and then five seconds before going live, like literally scream and shout and clap our hearts out, even while going back into the into the Rockal, which makes sense. So if you rewatch it on RTL Play, maybe just have a look and see that actually everyone's already clapping when we come back into the Rockal. And that was actually like counted in. And I think that's really cool. So I actually took the mic out and did ask some part, uh, like people that came around into the Rock Isle what they were thinking, like their thoughts on maybe who's winning, who they were rooting for, um, as well as like what were they think about Luxembourg being back at Eurovision. And there were some really cool insights coming out. And uh, if you keep listening, there's also actually interviewed as well a couple of um, Eurovision bloggers. There was so much press around. I was lucky enough to be able to be in the press room and actually see the press conferences, as well as talk to some of the international press that was there. And they actually did give me some more expert insights that we probably wouldn't have had in Luxembourg since like for a while now as well as considering 30 years ago there was no internet not even no one was talking about there was Eurovision blogs and social media platforms dedicated to figuring out who will win Eurovision and what are their thoughts and like just experiencing it all like I don't know about you but I've been starting to watch like Ireland they've already chosen theirs and every weekend there's more competitions and like song contests on who will represent what country in Europe there hasn't been many selected yet so maybe have a look and already have a listen and tune in so we're going to start now with going into the Rock Howl um, and just talking to some fans, really. What do you think about Luxembourg being back at Eurovision? I think it's really cool and interesting and I would love to be one time in the Eurovision myself. Oh, so you're a singer? Yeah, I love to sing. Oh, and your biggest dream is that yourself you want to go to Eurovision once? Yeah, or be an actress. Well, I'm really happy about it because I think a lot of talents uh, will be discovered after this opportunity we got. And um, yeah, I hope we're going to make, uh, <laughs> we're going to enjoy the moment and do something great about it. And af even after the Eurovision that a lot of people will um, get the courage to yeah, show their talents. So I just wanted to know, where are you from? I am from Mexico. And you've traveled all the way here? No, I actually live in France. I'm studying in France, but I decided to come to Luxembourg for the national final. And who are you rooting for? 
Well, I'm really just here to enjoy the show. I really like uh, Pomé sur Terre. Me, but I'm really just here to enjoy the show and just to celebrate that Luxembourg is back after a long absence. So you're a big Eurovision fan? I'm a big Eurovision fan. I have been following it for 20 years and I have been to the, to the contest a few times, but this is the first time that I go to a national final. Excited? I'm very excited. I'm very excited to see what Luxembourg is going to give us this year and I'm very happy that you are back. Are you excited as well about the special guests? Have you heard of any? I haven't heard, but I hope that some of the previous winners may be here. I am a huge fan of Anne-Marie David, uh, and I'm also a huge fan of Vicky Leandro, obviously. And uh, yeah, I would love to see any of the old winners, previous winners here. Well, I think I can tell you that might be, you might be in luck. <laughs> so I hope you enjoyed the show. No, thank you very much, and thank you. So I just wanted to know, who are you, where are you from? Uh, my name's Neil, I'm from Ireland, but I currently live in Belgium. And are you a, like a full-on Eurovision fan? Um, I have had people tell me that I am Eurovision in human form. That is how much I love Eurovision. And I'm a Eurovision journalist as well, so I've been accredited at the last four contests as well. And I will be going to Malmö in, in May as well. And so yes, Eurovision is the center of my life and everything else that happens is just very secondary. So how, from an expert kind of view, what do you think about Luxembourg being back? What does it mean for Eurovision? Uh, well, on a personal note, I used to live in Luxembourg as well. So um, Luxembourg has a very special place in my heart. So I'm very happy to see them back in the contest again. But um, just to have Luxembourg back and to make Europe discover that there there is talent here that there is a country called Luxembourg because I think I've I've heard of people it's just like oh yes I live in Luxembourg and they're just like where is that so it's a it's a huge opportunity for Luxembourg just to promote Luxembourg as a concept as as a whole as a country on stage and it's going to be very exciting whoever does win tonight and what do you think are the chances for whoever of these eight is going to win to actually what are the chances in Malmo ooh well well, it's still early days. We only have five songs selected, uh, my home country being one of them. And it's very hard to say what's, what's going to happen. And we'll have a better picture when we have all 37 songs. But, um, but yeah, to, to the Luxembourgish people, like, dream big. Like, maybe we get to Malmö and maybe it's not the result you get doesn't matter keep on doing it work at it and just make sure you you get artists that want to show off themselves for who they are and maybe we could be here for a luxembourg hosted contest sometime in the future who knows i mean we gotta we gotta push up the numbers like we're on five wins we gotta push up the numbers we're falling behind Ex exactly and even for us in ireland as well we're tied with sweden so we don't want sweden to pass us either <laughs> So maybe one win and then Ireland can get one win and then we'll just like keep keep that balance there. But um but yeah, why not a Luxembourg win? Why not? Thank you so much. Have a great evening. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you rooting for? Child! What do you think about Luxembourg being back at Eurovision? I'm so happy for it. I think Luxembourg has so many amazing artists and yeah, I think it has a good chance to do really well at Eurovision. Have you watched Eurovision the last years? Yeah, of course. I'm a big fan of Eurovision. <laughs> so who's your favorite? Child, of course. <laughs> 
No, but in general, like who has like old Eurovision? Ooh, I'm gonna be biased because I'm Italian. So I'll say Italy, but this year's gonna change. It's gonna be Luxembourg. Any old favorite song that you listen to on repeat from Eurovision? Um, I really like anyone's of Lorene's song. Obviously, they're really, really good. I really like my mood. I really like a lot of the Italian songs, like for example, last year's from Marco Mengoni. Um, so yeah, I'll be here all night if you want to talk about that. <laughs> Who are you rooting for? One last time! What do you think about Luxembourg being back at Eurovision? Well, it's very exciting. It's the first time since 30 years, I think, and uh, we're rooting for our band <laughs> one last time. <laughs> and, and you know them well? Yes, very well. Very, very well. Better than most. <laughs> are, you, are you happy to be here? Yes, very excited. Very, very excited. Very proud and very excited. <laughs> I think it's so cool that we are back after 30 years and it's unbelievable to be here tonight where like the beginning where, where is the beginning of all this journey beginning after 30 years so it's pretty great who are you rooting for for one last time of course I, I love this band I love the song I love the vocals I, lo I just love everything about this song and I'm, I'm so looking forward for this performance Why are you here? I am here because I'm a big and huge Eurovision fan, first of all. And also, I always wanted to participate as a singer. I don't know if I have the skills for it, but maybe one day. So I want to see what's happening and yeah. That's are you excited for the show? I'm very, very excited. Have you been reading up on things or...? I've been following the whole, uh, whole scene here in Luxembourg. So I think the finale is really, really... Uh, great all the singers have potential so i'm looking forward who will win this do you have a favorite song yeah i have a crush on hold on from child of course since he's a friend of mine too but all the other ones are also awesome yeah so as you can tell there's a lot a lot of eurovision lovers who came to watch live at the rock hall which i find just amazing because somehow this little bubble of eurovision somehow starts to grow again in luxembourg because i've watched it a lot as a child but somehow it just i mean once i went to university it kind of grew up because in in the uk it's just huge but then again here in luxembourg it started to like dim down again i have had a feeling the last couple of years especially with like covid haven't properly watched it last year i have to be honest um actually really sad about it right now because i feel like i've, I've there's always every year there's cool moments that are happening and that you just kind of miss on so i'm really glad that i can be part of this eurovision journey right now so um another person i interviewed was actually one of the songwriters um of Edson. So I walked past and I just asked him a couple of questions about how the song came to be because I find it really interesting that he was one of the only Luxembourgish um, songwriters and I think it's really cool the fact that th we actually have someone who can write these kind of songs especially with Edson together because I mean Edson has his own style which is great and so I feel like this song was perfect for him so here's a little insight into how the song came to be. Well, hello. Here I've got Sergio with me and you are someone very special to Edson, right? Yeah, I am one of his dearest friends and I also um, co-wrote and co-produced the song, his song actually. Yeah. 
That's amazing. I love the song. Very groovy. I've seen the show, so I love I love how groovy it is, and then I want to dance along. Um, so tell us something about how did that song came to be. So we did a songwriting camp. Uh, let me see, June, in the middle of June, with um, this singer songwriter Jana from uh, Friends of Delirium. So we did a songwriting camp, and then we were just coming up with ideas, and then they were. Um, yeah, Edson and Jan, they were jamming on like on some chords, and then they called me in, and then I think in the, I think in two three minutes we wrote pretty much the whole song there, and then the rest was just a matter of fine tuning everything and producing the whole song. But those three those two those two three minutes were like the essence of the song. And how did it came to be your vision? Like how was the process? Was anything changed or? Well, and then we try we try to make the song the like, the most Eurovision appropriate possible, you know to produce everything to the maximum, you know, exaggerate everything. And that, that, was, that was, I think, our entry for the Eurovision submission. And we're really, really glad to, you know, they let us keep the song until now. Hi, so I just wanted to know, what do you think about Luxembourg being back at Eurovision after so many years? I think it's fantastic. I think it's uh, about time that that happened, yeah. So, have you, do you watch Eurovision on a regular? Um, yes, we do. Uh, my husband is Jimmy Martin, so he was the last entry for the Eurovision Song Contest, 1993. So we're a big fan, always have been. Yeah. And do you have any favorite Eurovision entry? Um, I'm not going to give my favorite away right now, purely because uh, I think there's so much talent there tonight. I think they're all going to do really well. So what do you think, no matter who is going to represent Luxembourg, how they're going to do in terms of like actually competing at Eurovision? How are the chances? Fantastic. They always are. <laughs> do you think it's going to influence people that we're back after so many years on the voting? Um, I'm sure it will. I think, um, I think it, we might be classed as a small country for some people, but I think we have a very big voice to share. So yes, I do. So, I have some um, very young men here, and who are you rooting for? Tali! Wow, wow. So, have you, have you traveled far and wide to come here, or are you local? So, we are, uh, we are local. I, I came this weekend, especially because I study in London, but uh, yes, we are, we are all here today from, from, yeah, from Luxembourg. And you, you know Tali personally? Yeah, we went to school with her. Oh, that's amazing. So, how long have you known her? So, um... How many years is it that we... Yeah, probably 12, 13 years. Yeah. That's amazing. Has she already sung when she was young? Yes, yes. We've known her from um, her participating in different uh, musicals, concerts and schools and, and so on. So, yeah, she's always been very musical. And what do you think about Luxembourg in general being back at Eurovision? It's incredible. It's incredible. We're so happy. Uh, we've been rooting for Luxembourg to come back for years and we're finally back. And what do you think are the chances? Let's say any one of the eight would go. What do you think are the chances for Luxembourg? I mean, I mean, I, I mean obviously, it's difficult because we are coming back after a 30-year break. And so the contest has become a lot more competitive. There are more countries competing. But I think the getting back and being in the final, qualifying to the final would already be like a, the, a, a really big thing and would be a, a big moment for Luxembourg. Are you going to watch Eurovision as like do a party or public viewing or something? 
we, we will see. We don't have any plans yet, but we will, of course, be watching and uh, rooting for Luxembourg. And I'm guessing they're not only cheering on for Luxembourg because they are actually able to cheer on for their friend, the high school lycée friend, um, Tali, because she's going for Luxembourg to Eurovision. And that's just so, so, so cool. Um, I promised you a little chat with some experts. I know you already heard some Eurovision journalists um, and just Eurovision lovers. Um, but I did have a chat to two Eurovision um, bloggers from around the globe. So I'm just going to let you tune in to that little interview I did with them. So welcome back to the green room, Luxembourg's green room. So here we are today. It's the day of the day. Um, we are finally coming to the decision who will actually go to Eurovision for Luxembourg and we've just finished the press conference and I'm here with some other people from all over the world who are also press so can you just quickly introduce yourself and where you're from what you're writing or whatever your medium is okay. yeah my name is Aitor I'm from Spain I live in London so I'm from ESC Plus International and ESC Plus Spain uh, and yeah basically I just arrived yesterday uh, these are interviews with the contestants and yeah we just find out the never in order Excited, excited for tonight, but yeah, can't wait. So what do you think about Luxembourg? Have you been to Luxembourg before? I, yeah, I was here like in 2018, so quite a long time ago, uh, five years ago. And yeah, it's similar, but uh, it's more sunny. When I came, it was like so foggy and snowy. So it's nice to see it another side of Luxembourg. And who is um, like your current favorite from the songs you've heard? So we we haven't like saw the, um, the rehearsals yet. We want to see now. But uh, from the studio cuts, my favorites are actually the three, the, the last three ones closing the show. So uh, Tali, uh, Craig, and Child. Hi. So here we have another one. Can you just quickly introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Tim Jumawan. I'm the co-editor-in-chief for That Eurovision site. And we do podcast interviews and, of course, covering the Eurovision news as and when we get it. Have you been to Luxembourg before? Yeah, in 2017. And part of that was like, I wanted to... I just got my British citizenship and I was like, I wanted to travel. And Luxembourg is a doable city and I wanted to go to a place that's like where I can maybe go to RTL and grovel and ask them to go back to Eurovision. That took about six years, but we're here now. Well, if, if it was because of you, thank you for that. Because I think everyone is really, really loving it. I mean, I'm loving it. I, I, I love Eurovision and I think it's something that just brings everyone together. And that's why I love this so much. So do you have a favorite? Uh, I am actually going to agree with Aito. Uh, after the reveal of the running order, it is the last three for me as well. Uh, Crick, Tally and Child. Uh, uh, and, and I will disclaim as well, that's my personal opinion before everyone grills me on social media. <laughs> That's fair enough. I mean, everyone everyone has personal favorites. Like, I know, I know I listen to upbeat music, I listen to rock, so I know for me it's... So everyone has their favorites, and that's fair enough. You, you're allowed to have a personal opinion. Yeah, but if you're in social media, like we were last night, watching, uh, the night before this, Ireland selected their song and everyone has their own favorites. And if you don't align with the fandom on Twitter, form, well, X formerly Twitter, then you are not in good state. That's all I I mean, yeah, but everyone is everyone is entitled to have a little own opinion. Like, if everyone would love the same thing, why would we be here? Like, there wouldn't be a selection and everyone would just send the same person to Eurovision and no one would win because everyone sings the same song and the same. So it would be really boring, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's why I don't check Twitter, because sometimes it's better to just have your opinion and live a happy life and, and then see the result. That's, that's fair enough. I don't, I don't, I tend to not, 
take anyone else's opinion as well because I think it's you should keep an open mind especially with something like the song contest you should be able to see the show and then decide because it's not just the song it's not just the voice it's the whole thing that counts and also the fact that you're returning for after 30 years it's a bit of a big pressure for the artist who will receive that right after tonight's show. Literally. I was, uh, yeah, like I, I wasn't born even when uh, Luxembourg was taking part. <laughs> and now it's like, it's a new country, but actually you won five times. So it's like a weird situation, a historical situation. So yeah, I'm looking forward to see who's going to start this new era of uh, Luxembourg in Eurovision. So do you remember the moment that you were told, oh my God, Luxembourg is actually going back. They're actually going to try again. It's been rumored for very like, for a couple of years, so I was like, okay, it's gonna happen this year or not? It's, with a couple of um, of uh, countries, I think next one is gonna be Monaco because it's like they've been also like rumors about they coming back. So these countries is like ah, they used to be really good at Eurovision and now they are coming back, but uh, when? That's the question. So I was expecting it, but uh, maybe not this year. I don't know, and it was a surprise, a really good surprise. For me, it was um, when we found out. I was actually in, we were in Liverpool, yeah, in um, and it was the. It was a couple of hours before the dress rehearsal for the grand final where the EBU just said, yeah, they're coming back. And I just had to like double check the page that I'm on or the social media account. And I'm like, am I being trolled or is this true? And then it's like, yeah, it is true. They sent you a press release like, okay, all right, finally. Only took you 30 years. I mean, 30 is at least like a good round number, right? <laughs> Perfect number. Like, yeah, I think it's a sign, you know, that you're coming back this year. Mm-hmm. I said w- that would be the greatest like thing on the newspapers, coming back after 30 years and then boom, winning the Eurovision. <laughs> time. It's like wow, crazy. Yeah, we gotta we gotta get back the numbers up. Like there's this people are taking over. We gotta get the numbers back up. <laughs> Maybe that's the reason we're coming back. That's why we decided. No, we can la- we can have that happen. I <laughs> know uh, you need to fight for uh, that spot with uh, Ireland and Sweden. God, and, and if you think about it, we're such a small country. Like, I think a lot of people actually forgot that we have won that many times. Yeah, yeah. people are like my age, you know, like yeah. that we haven't uh, seen Luxembourg at Eurovision. It's like, ah, uh, for sure, like, um, let's see what they bring. But then, then if you start looking uh, and researching, you realize that, yeah, that you are quite good. You think that we have a, a good chance at Eurovision to even get to, I think most of us are actually just hoping that we even get to the final with whoever represents us. And I, I mean, I would love that. That would already be like a huge achievement to actually be able to be in that final and be on that stage. I think it's a definitive that you're going to be in the final. I think that the the power of a return of a country who has not been on it in a long time and the fact that countries who have missed Luxembourg would appreciate the music and I think it would like uh, you know do you wonders and also the other countries who are not participating yet because I don't think we're small we're not good enough so I think that they've missed you so much I think you're gonna get there like whoever I'd be really surprised if that's not the case (laughs) yeah because whoever wins I think the quality of the songs are really good so any of these eight songs could advance to the final easily so yeah let's see but i'm excited to see how europe reacts to your comeback well thank you so much and thank you for giving all the compliments to all the songs because i think i love every single one of them i listen to all of them like constantly i have a playlist and i just listen to them and um yeah thank you so much and enjoy the show thank you thank you bye see you So as you can tell, um, all the Eurovision bloggers and journalists, um, they are all really happy that we're back. And like they said, if we don't get to the final, they would be really surprised. So I'm just 
hoping, crossing the fingers that it's true and we actually pass through through the final. But honestly, I don't worry. We've got Tally. She's a killer queen. She can literally throw out all the dance moves without breathing because let's be honest, in that song, there's no space for breathing. Um, also, did you see that she actually broke a trophy as soon as she got it into her hands? Which is so sad. And during the press conference, she um, let her mic fall and drop. And then during actually during her rehearsals, one of the dancers actually broke the stage. And I think that's the three-time lucky. So it can only be good at Malmo. So I have no fear that Tally will rock the show, dance it all out. <laughs> um, and yeah, so thank you for tuning in again. I hope this helped you get a little insight into what happened at the Rock Hall um, during the Luxembourg Song Contest and hear you soon. This was Chrissy. Bye. Luxembourg's Green Room. The Eurovision Podcast. <laughs>